Hello, everyone, and welcome to the first episode of Josh's Jargon. Um, this podcast was born out of an assignment called the uh, Free Elective, uh, in which you can just basically do whatever you want, um, as long as it pertains to media and uh, developing your professional skills. So uh, I was curious what it would be like to uh, start a podcast, and fortunately, I have the materials to do so. I have a USB audio interface, I have Adobe Audition to record audio, and I have a mic, which brings me to my guest, Mike, <laughs> or uh, Michael. So hey. uh, I've known Mike for a really long time, and uh, I know he also has a podcast, uh, Mike and Mies, Achter the Mike. Yes. Uh, so uh, I asked him if he could uh, help me, uh, you know, and join me uh, on my first episode. And, uh, you know, we'll be talking in English, although we're both Dutch, but I think we uh, speak English more than we speak Dutch. Uh. <laughs> I do, I do. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, Mike, would you tell us uh, maybe three facts about yourself that would describe you the best? Three facts that describe me well. Um, yes. Okay. First fact is uh, I'm very competitive. <laughs> so I, uh, I always like to... Uh, um, well, not necessarily be the best, but I always l like to be better than I was last week. Mm. So um, I have a tendency to get very into things uh, if I get uh. into something, you know, like if I if I play a new instrument, then I get really into it. Uh, yeah, if yeah. I play uh, some kind of sport, I either have to be like at least somewhat good at it or I won't enjoy it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's the first fact. I'm, I can be very competitive. Uh, second fact is I really like cooking. Um, so I, uh, yeah, I, I cook mostly Italian food, actually. Hmm. I think this week I, I made like lasagna, I made risotto, um, and well, not Italian, but I am going to make uh, baklava this week. Hmm. So really looking forward to that. And uh, the third fact is, uh, I guess, uh, well, I'm a huge nerd. <laughs> so everything with computers, um, video games, uh, programming, um, yeah, that's my jam. All right. So um, I'm going to be introducing the topic, which is video games. Uh, you might have seen by the title, um, top five video games. So, um, Mike, would you call yourself a gamer? Yeah, I would. I would. Um, I'm, I started playing games, I want to say, when I was like, you know, five, six years old. Uh, and I think that probably would have been on the original Game Boy, like the, the brick. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it, it, it's probably either like Tetris or Super Mario Land. Okay, yeah. Uh, Super Mario Land, uh, both great games with great soundtracks, by the way. And uh, yeah, I've been playing games ever since. I have to say, uh, ever since I started, I want to say working, the amount of games I've been playing has been like going down. Yeah. Uh, but even nowadays, I still, you know, I still play games. Okay. Yeah. 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 I can't really remember the first console or game that I had. I think it was, um, I think, yeah, I think it was a Game Boy Color or a Game Boy Advance. I can't remember. Mm. Uh, I do remember playing a lot on the Game Boy Advance, especially the SP, the one that could flip open. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And See, this is where the generation difference yeah, starts, right? Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. You started on the color. <laughs> I started on the original. <laughs> you remember the, f the flippy, the SP? Yeah. But I had the, the original Game Boy Advance. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The one, so. that, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So um, are you busy with any playthroughs at the moment? Um, yeah, so currently I'm playing uh, Tales of Vesperia. Ah, yeah. Um, that's, uh, that game is... is Okay. Um, well, when did it come out? I, I have to get into it. It's people say it's the best Tales of game, but uh, yeah, we'll uh, yeah, I've heard that as, as well. Later. Uh. Um, but I have to say it, it's getting harder and harder for me to get into, especially the, the long JRPGs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a lot of grinding. I've, I've done a lot of grinding in my mm -hmm. life, so uh, <laughs> it's getting harder and harder to grind. But yeah. uh, still, the, the game is good. Okay. Uh, the characters yeah. are good, especially. Okay. All right. Um, or have you finished any games recently? Are there any recent games that you've beat? Um, so I wouldn't say it's... Oh, yeah, actually I have. Uh, I played the new uh, Paper Mario on yeah, the Switch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And how was that? And 
Um, it was really good. Um, I think most people that play Paper Mario that are like kind of gamers, they're they're stuck with uh, the Paper Mario from the GameCube, GameCube in their heads, yeah. or or the the, uh, the original Paper Mario is I think for the Nintendo sixty four. Uh, this is not that Paper Mario. <laughs> it's uh, it's it's not the gameplay. I would say is not as yeah what what you would want from a Paper Mario if you're like an old school gamer. But what I really like is like the characters, uh, the worlds, the uh, the music. Um, I think the world building no, I think is we're like having the, some connection issues. Um, I'm fine on my end. I can hear you. Okay, yeah, you you just uh, fell out for a bit, but oh yeah, sure. Okay, so um, yeah, I was talking about Paper Mario. Um, so let me rewind. So what I really like about Paper Mario is that, um, mm-hmm. especially the world building. So um, a lot of the level design, the music, uh, the the NPCs, mm-hmm. uh, the dialogue. Uh, that's that's all really good, really good in uh, in the new Paper Mario. So I would recommend it. Okay, okay. Well, the most uh, the game I beat most recently is the most random game of all time. It's called Motocross for the PS3, and I specifically <laughs> remember that playing this game. I think when I was uh, twelve or something, and then basically it's one of those games that you picked up at GameStop or the local game store, and then you were like, "Oh, this looks cool." It's three dollars, <laughs> and then you play it for five hours, and then you're like, "Oh, okay, I'll, I'll." It, that was fun while it lasted. So then, um, yeah. So uh, I remember uh, when I was unpacking, um, I w- I unpacked a box full of games, and I found all these PS3 games and Wii games and GameCube games, and I was like, "Okay, I'll just put them on my shelf." And then, so. Um, then I got hand uh, my hands on a PS3, and then uh, yeah, and then I l- was looking through games to play through, and I was like, hmm, motocross. Well, this one collected a lot of dust. Let me just dust it off. And then about three or four days later, I beat the game. <laughs> it was really, but it was a lot of fun. So basically, just like a rally game where, uh, you know, you start off with a um, uh, an MX bike, and then you move up to like buggies, and then you can eventually you're racing with trucks, and then yeah, it's just a lot of fun. So nice. Our top five video games, the main topic of today. Um, Mike, yes. how do you want to do? Do you want to say your whole list, or do you want to like alternate that I say f- my f- my top five, or, or that I say number five so and you say number five? So so let's alternate. Okay. Uh, starting yeah. from five. Yeah. And then before we hit number one, let's do the honorable mentions. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And Good. then end off with uh, the number one. All right. Okay, um, so I'll kick this off. Um, I think uh, number five was the hardest for me. To yeah. <laughs> uh, number one to four was like quite easy. It was like mm-hmm. uh, I can name them off the top of my head, but number yeah. five had like four contenders. You'll hear the other three later. Okay. But uh, the fifth one for me is Tales of Symphonia. Ah, nice. So Tales of Symphonia is a game uh, that originally came out for the GameCube. Yeah. Uh, I want to say 2004 uh yeah i think might so. have been 2006 um so around that era and it was um at the time i no I, probably later at the time i think i was like 13 or 14 mm-hmm. and i think games that you play around that age have like a very big impact in your life yeah yeah um so what i really loved about this game is um first of all the characters the story uh, the world building uh, that's that's kind of a big theme for my some of my favorite games okay. world building yeah yeah and uh, I really love the plot actually there's like this big plot twist in the middle that kind of upends like everything mm. and then you're like wait I thought I was at the end uh, but it turns out you're there just are some beginning. mysteries yeah exactly oh nice um so that that's what I really love um yeah and I think okay so uh, one playthrough of Tales of Symphonia takes about I, I want to say 120 hours something like that okay um, and I started counting I think I've played through Tales of Symphonia at least 
six or seven times. Okay, wow. <laughs> um, that said, once you finish the game, you can actually do a new, uh, in, uh, a new playthrough yeah. but with some yeah. uh, things like, you know, you get twice the XP yeah, yeah, or yeah, yeah. stuff like that. So it's actually not, not every playthrough is 120 hours. Yeah, okay. But um, yeah, I, I played through this game a lot. And that's also because you can make like choices in the game that kind of affects small parts of the story Ah, okay yeah like um for example you can choose which dungeon you do first right yeah and that kind of affects the story you can um have you have a lot of options in the dialogue it's very jrpg like yeah yeah, yeah. and that will also affect a lot of the dialogue so the story won't change in like super major ways but there are certain scenes certain skits certain um yeah certain parts of the game that you will only get to see if you choose certain options okay well i got a long way to go because uh i remember um well i was just looking i just clicked on steam and then i remember mm -hmm. i played tales of symphonia and i was quite into it um mm -hmm. but i see here last played december 29th 2018 <laughs> playtime 10 hours <laughs> yeah yeah it's a it's a long game yeah it's a long so game. But that, that, that's also very nice yeah but but what i remember from the game is um even though i hadn't even played it before it felt really nostalgic for some reason mm. like I, I never played it but for some reason it just felt really nostalgic I, I think that's also because of the the style of the game so it's it's one of the first games when cell shaded graphics started becoming yeah. a thing yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Um, so cell shading makes everything look like an animation. Yeah. And this wasn't really a thing until, well, that era, like 2000s-ish. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, my number five. Um, it's not a usual number five, but it's uh, Final Fantasy 15. Uh, oh, 15. Yeah. Okay. There's a lot of debate about 15 and, uh, you know, that the, the release was not good at all. Um but uh, I picked it up in, uh, or I got it for Christmas actually, back in 2018. Um, and then I remember I played through the story so quickly that I was severely underleveled when I got to <laughs> the, the <laughs> end of the game. Um, I think there's 14 or 15 chapters, and I was at the 14th chapter, which is leading up to the last chapter. And uh, I was, I think, level. 33 or something like that and then the recommended level is like 50 <laughs> so <laughs> i was severely under leveled and then i left the game for a really really long time mm -hmm. and i yeah i don't remember a lot from the first playthrough so then um you know when the quarantine hit and stuff like that then i was like okay you know what i'll just pick this game up again so i started back from chapter three which is the first opportunity you have to travel in the open world um, and I, my second playthrough, I just thoroughly enjoyed it because, um, because the story revolves around these, I don't want to give too much away, but it revolves around these, uh, four, bro uh, not brothers, but four characters, uh, Noctis, Prompto, Gladio or Gladiolus and Ignis. And they're basically on a task to go find someone. And, um, yeah, but uh i remember playing the game and yeah it was like at the end of the game you just felt so connected to these to these three other guys you felt like they were really your brothers and um yeah at the end of the game i was just like wow that was an experience <laughs> yeah it's just uh because there was a lot of there's a lot of things like um yeah it's like every every single uh, three of those guys they're just uh they have all these special abilities and then it just makes them so unique so at the end of the game um you can go back and replay it because there's a lot more stuff to find you can find stuff like uh the, the um like link sword or something like that in the hyrule shield or something um so there's a lot of new weapons to find and i tried it out and i was like well it's not the same <laughs> so so that's that's one of the things that kind of bumped it to number five it would have been way higher because it's just an mm. incredible the graphics are amazing the soundtrack yeah. is amazing uh it just had an amazing feeling when playing the game uh but the it has a lot of replayability but mm. uh it for me it just didn't feel the same mm -hmm. yeah yeah when it comes to 
graphics and soundtrack i think uh, square enix oh yeah yeah uh, definitely pretty amazing yeah yeah so yeah um maybe a, a bit of a spoiler question uh, are there any other Final Fantasies on your list? Yes. All right. Looking forward to that. <laughs> you probably know which one it is. <laughs> I probably do. Um, but uh, let's go on to number, number four. four. All right. Number four for me is uh, The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Oh, nice. Yeah. And this is the newest game on my list mm-hmm. by far. Uh, and I I kind of had a, a, a tough time with this because so I, I love the Legend of Zelda mm-hmm. uh, I love the entire series I had a really tough time picking which Zelda had to go on my list okay but I think Breath of the Wild uh, really won it out which one which one came at a close second um, we'll mention that one later okay in the so, honorable uh, mentions so, so keep listening okay nice uh, but yeah uh, Breath of the Wild uh, it's it's an amazing Zelda game, and what I find so amazing about it is that, actually, gameplay wise, it's nothing like the other Zeldas. Yeah, yeah. Right? You can jump. Yeah. You can, <laughs> you can climb. You can climb. <laughs> it's amazing. It's a, it's an open world. Yeah. Like Zelda doesn't have an open world. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, it it captures the Zelda feeling of discovery, yeah. and adventure, yeah, and um. It's it's just an amazing game in, in like so many respects. It has such an attention for detail, mm-hmm. like things like, um, you know, uh, when the weather changes and it starts raining, then the villagers will actually start to like run to their houses and hide, oh, yeah. <laughs> and their dialogue actually changes depending on the weather. Okay, yeah. So it's it's all this, but you know, who, who, who like I bet that half of the people that play this game don't even know that. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Because it, it doesn't always rain when you're in the village. Yeah. So it, it's, it's like th- those kind of things. And then uh, that they managed to change the gameplay up so much mm-hmm. while still keeping that Zelda feeling. Yeah. It's just, yeah. just amazing. Mm-hmm. So that's why it, it came in as uh, uh, number four for me. Yeah. Uh, I played through this game maybe uh, three times. But each playthrough is like, first of all, very different because, again, it's an open world. You can kind of choose your path. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, the last playthrough, I tried to 100% it. Oh, nice. Um, but it, it takes a very long time to 100%. So I'm, I'm not quite there yet. Uh, okay. But I'm, I'm trying. <laughs> okay, yeah. Yeah, I do remember um, when the Switch first came out, I slept over at a friend's house a lot, and he had Breath of the Wild. Mm. And I remember just spending hours upstairs uh, playing Breath of the Wild. Yeah. Um, yeah. I know. I don't know. I never really bought it because I, I. But I think if I were to buy it and play it, it'd probably be pretty high up in my list. Yeah. Because I, I, I remember sometimes it's just because there's a lot of sides to it. Like sometimes it can just be completely chaotic. But then, mm-hmm. then you're just running around in a field or something, and you're like, wow, it's yeah. really peaceful. It is. And then just yeah, th- like you said, the attention to detail. It's like. Um, especially with the music it's mm-hmm. like uh but yeah the, the soundtrack as well it's really simplistic and uh and i think it was um the further or no the the closer you got to um to the final boss or something uh the more intense the music got or something i think yeah. i'm i think i may be yeah okay yeah so on to my number four um this one i really didn't know it was either between Mario Galaxy 2 mm-hmm. or Mario Kart Wii. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but I th- I eventually went for Mario Kart Wii. Uh, okay. Yeah. It's a pretty interesting choice, but... Uh, it, it is, because... Uh, well, first of all, I've never played it. <laughs> and, and secondly, in my head, all I've played a bunch of Mario Karts. Like, mm-hmm. in my head, they're, they're mostly the same. Yeah. So why this one? Yeah, exactly. Um... It mostly just has to do with um, w- uh, the time around I was playing it, and uh, yeah. I don't know. It's just uh, it's just I would come come home from long days at school, and then I just play Mario Kart Wii, and then I remember a lot of times my dad would come home and we just play Mario Kart Wii, 
and he'd always choose Yoshi and I'd always <laughs> choose Luigi and I'd <laughs> always beat him. <laughs> of course, of course. Yeah. But I don't, I don't know why, but I'm, I'm going to have to go back and replay it and see if it was as great as it was when I was like 10. Uh, because I don't know, it just, for some reason, I just could not get sick of it. And I have so mm -hmm. many memories of, you know, uh, I, I even remember like building a car in the living room so that I could like <laughs> sit in it and pretend I was actually driving. Like, nice. Yeah. It's, it, th those are the things when you're an only child, you just creatively make up things in your mind, yeah, <laughs> yeah. but it's just, so for some reason I just never got sick of it. And I just remember, I just have a lot of memories of playing Mario Kart Wii. Yeah, so, but so I, I think I actually lied. I, I, I think I did play Mario Kart Wii. Mm -hmm. And uh, there's a pretty interesting story behind it. So uh, I have uh, a niece and, you know, she's like, uh, she's like 11 by now. Mm -hmm. But uh, she has a Wii and we played Mario Kart Wii. Okay. And, uh, you know, you start feeling old when the kids start to beat you at video games. <laughs> so she thoroughly beat yeah. me at uh, this game. Okay. In my defense, you know, was the first time playing the Wii version of the game. Okay. But I felt very old when I played it because I was like, <laughs> yo, I played, well, I didn't play the original Mario Kart for the Super Nintendo, but I did play, yeah. I, I played Mario Kart 64. I mm -hmm. played Double Dash for the GameCube. Um, so I was like, you know, I've got this, but uh, I didn't have it. <laughs> yeah, but that's the thing about Mario Kart. No matter how good you are, that doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, the items can just the items just make it so there's, random. There's always a blue shell behind there's you. There's always a blue shell, especially in Mario Kart Wii. That was just hmm. insane how frantic the items were, and I love how. Uh, yeah, I love Mario Kart Eight, but Mario Kart Wii just has to be the best one. Nice. All right, Mike, you're number three. Right. So um, this is where we head into uh, PC gaming <laughs> because my number three is uh, StarCraft 2. Oh, nice. Yeah. So uh, StarCraft 2 is, I would say, the game that kind of launched the competitive side in me. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so I did play the original. Uh, I did play Brood War, uh, but back then I was like, you know, just a little kid. Um, but StarCraft 2, I played it, uh, I would say, the end of high school. And that's when I started getting into like esports, uh, competitive gaming. Uh, that's when, yeah, I, I really started trying to actually like train for a game. Like, who trains for a game? But <laughs> yeah. yeah, I did that for StarCraft 2. Like, I was, I was like practicing my macro and practicing my, uh, my hotkeys and uh, practicing my matchups, like timings. I would, I would go into training mode. And then yeah. I would practice certain builds to make sure that, okay, so I know that if I'm on track, then at, you know, six minute 50, I'll have, you know, my first attack or something. Okay. Yeah. And, yeah. and I would, I would obsessively uh, time those things. And yeah, Starcraft 2 really launched, um, uh, also esports for me. Mm -hmm. So watching other people play games, uh, watching competitive gaming and, uh, funnily enough, like through watching, uh, competitive Starcraft. I started appreciating real sports more. <laughs> like I never, I never was interested in like you know football or tennis or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but then because I watched competitive StarCraft, mm -hmm. something clicked. Right. Like oh, I get it. Okay. Yeah. And then from that uh, competitive gaming side, um, suddenly all these other competitive games started becoming more interesting to me. Um, so I started playing like a lot of Street Fighter. I started playing a lot of um, uh, shooters like Counter Strike. But it all kind of started at StarCraft 2. So got to give a shout out to StarCraft 2 at uh, number three. All right, nice. Yeah, I've never played Star uh, StarCraft. Yeah, I don't recommend it. <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> it's okay. uh, so it's the most stressful game I've ever played. <laughs> by no, like by far. It's the how, most stressful game so? I've Because uh, when you play it, you play it for like an hour, mm -hmm. your hands start to become cold. Oh, okay, and, yeah. And you know, you start look, okay, why do my hands start to become cold? And you look it up and it's like, this is a stress symptom. Oh. <laughs> it's like your body is so full of adrenaline <laughs> that it's like pumping blood to your inner organs. Oh. Because it's like, I have to survive, I have to survive. But you're actually just playing StarCraft. Yeah, I um, guess that's kind of relatable. Uh, I've had that with Age of Empires too. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. 
I, I, same are those are yeah are, are those games kind of similar in in gameplay but mm, not they're really. not really i mean the the similarities are of course you know they're they're like uh, re- so they are both rts uh, real-time strategy games yeah yeah they're both uh, clicky clacky games where you build stuff and attack and then win or something okay yeah but i would say um so there are a lot of similarities but uh starcraft is a lot quicker so hmm. quicker yeah. as in you you might die within six minutes oh okay whereas with age of empires i'm, I'm not that up to date with age of empires tactics mm-hmm. but you don't really die in six minutes no six within six minutes you're you're still making villagers and collecting wood and yeah usually the first i think it was the first 20 minutes of a well a, a good age of empires game are vital or even the first like five minutes are vital because you have to make yeah. sure you're constantly creating villagers and yeah. Yeah. Uh, that you're constantly collecting wood and the right amount of items so that you have an advantage over the competition uh, or the opposing side uh, at the end of the match. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it definitely is a lot of strategy and multitasking and things oh, yeah. that you just have to keep thinking of. A lot of multitasking. Other- yeah. Otherwise, you're, you're just going to... Yeah, you're just going to forget things like, oh, there's 20 villagers standing around doing nothing. <laughs> yeah. Like, wasted, well, wasted you got to collect. Yeah. <laughs> so so I, I think I think StarCraft 2, like, you know, you can talk a lot about like, oh, you know, what's the, you know, are there any other benefits to playing games? And, and usually I'm like, no, they're just fun, you know, just just have fun. Yeah. But with StarCraft, I can say like uh, it, it made me deal with stress better <laughs> because everything I go through, I'm like, I mean, okay, so this is stressful, but it's not as stressful as playing StarCraft. <laughs> um, okay, nice. It, it taught me a lot about multitasking, about yeah. uh, optimization, hmm. um, right? Like you, like you said, like oh, these twenty villagers are standing around doing nothing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, how could they have been better used? Uh, multitasking, oh, yeah, because you have yeah. to think of them. Yeah, um, yeah, uh, yeah. I learned a lot from that game. Okay, so, yeah, number three, yeah. solid three. So. My number three is Skyrim. <laughs> ah, good choice. Good choice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What do you say about Skyrim? <laughs> it's huge. Uh, it's huge. It's huge. Huge. It's huge. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Breath of the Wild is like basically Zelda, but then you know, it's, it's like Skyrim, but the Zelda version. Yeah, pretty much. But yeah, um, I remember. Yeah, I remember uh, walking past the Game Mania one day. Mm-hmm. Um, and I walked in and I was just looking at the used PS4 games and I saw Skyrim Definitive Edition 20 euros nice. okay I'll take it <laughs> um, yeah and then uh, yeah I think I've put well over 350 hours into that game <laughs> oh for sure, for sure. <laughs> yeah so um, yeah but what I just love about the game is again it's just one of those games that just has a particular feeling that just no other game has like the soundtrack as well it's really nice it has specific soundtracks for dungeons uh uh, nighttime when it's raining uh when you're in a town yeah and it seems like you could just literally play the game forever (laughs) yeah yeah. and never get tired of it did you uh do any modding uh yeah i play with mods yeah Mm, nice, nice so uh i think bethesda even says to play with mods <laughs> oh yeah yeah for sure yeah yeah so um but what i do uh think about skyrim is uh it's one of the downsides is that um if you want to start a new playthrough it's pretty tough mm. because you know what's possible and you know how much power you can get but starting at ground zero it's so difficult because i remember yeah uh, one of my friends ordered skyrim for the switch and he said i have no clue how but they sent me two copies. <laughs> so he said, do you, wanna, do you want to copy Skyrim for the Switch? I said, yeah, sure, I'll take it. Mm-hmm. So I started sp- playing Skyrim for the Switch, and I, I think I, yeah, I, I would have had at least more than 300 hours into the uh, Skyrim on the PS4. Um, and I, yeah, I was really struggling, because first of all, I, uh, my playthrough with like 300 hours, that's, that was with a Khajiit. Mm, and then yeah. I started a new playthrough as a um, as a Nord, mm-hmm. and then 
it was so difficult and so difficult to uh, get used to the new things and you know uh, and how they how, how a new character plays and yeah yeah but yeah but that's also the magic of uh, Skyrim I think yeah or, uh, the whole series that you know you play a different race you play a different gender you play with different stats yeah, yeah. it kind of changes the, pl- the way you play yeah 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 with Khajiit I do a lot of uh, uh, things with Thief and uh, then you can do a lot of uh, no armor builds and stuff like that yeah so yeah yeah it, it's just really an incredible game and it feels like you could just play it forever so that's my number three Skyrim nice yeah I played a lot of Skyrim as well it's uh it's I, I think it's my most played Elder Scrolls game okay uh, so I played Oblivion and Morrowind um, okay but yeah. Um, Oblivion is more my time, definitely, but I, I couldn't really get into it before playing Skyrim for some reason. Okay. And then I played Skyrim, and then I got more into Oblivion. So okay. Yeah. Kind of went like that. And then Morrowind. Uh, yeah, Morrowind is also a great game, but it, you can kind of tell the age in some yeah. ways. Yeah. Yeah. I've I've seen a lot of gameplay of Morrowind, and it's. I mean, it has something, but it. But it has a charm. But it has a charm, but sometimes. But on the other hand, it's like combat is like a potato. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like although potato. I, although I wouldn't say that you know combat is like the strong point of the Elder Scrolls. Like no, it's. not really. Yeah, Skyrim definitely has the best combat. Yeah, and, and even then, it's kind of like uh, choppy. So choppy, yeah. Yeah, but you, usually Skyrim, it's like it, it's not really. You don't really fight based on skill. It's more like you just fight. Uh, you basically win with your mind. <laughs> you have yeah. to trick. The, you have to trick the system most of the times. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like I, I remember there was there was one specific part, and there was like one guy who was supposed to be a boss, and it's like you just saw him like transforming or something like that, and I literally remember there being like a balcony. Uh, he was like he was like standing on a balcony, and then right behind him there was like a cliff that was at least like five hundred foot. <laughs> so I was just like. <laughs> Wait a minute, Fusroda! Yeah, <laughs> and I just, I just Fusroda him right off the cliff, and I was like, "Well, I think that was supposed to be like a gigantic boss that would take forever to beat." But I literally just shouted mm, him right yeah. off the cliff. <laughs> yeah. So, but that, yeah, that that also has, yeah, Elder Scrolls games they just have a certain charm to it, even though they're buggy. That that just makes it. It's like the endearing kind of buggy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, your number two, Mike. Yes, my number two is another competitive game. Uh, it's gonna be a theme. So my number two is uh, Dota Two. Okay. Yeah. Aptly named. Um, so Dota Two is probably one of the most impactful games in my life. Hmm. Um. Let, I mean, just starting from the sheer amount of hours I put into it. Uh, I can, actually, I can check it. Wait, I can check it right now. I'm, Let me start up Steam. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna look at my most played game. Uh, let's see, Age of Age of Empires, 119 hours. Eh. Mm, City okay. Skylines. Ah, City Skylines, 390 hours. <laughs> oh yeah, that's the type of game you can put a lot of hours in. Yeah. Uh, I haven't started Steam in a while. So sad. Oh, wow. Now I'm looking at these games and I'm like, oops, I missed a couple on my list. <laughs> nah, it's fine. Yeah, it's okay. fine. Dota 2. Okay. Ah, uh, no, it's, it's, it's less than I thought. Um, okay, can you guess how many hours? Um, just, just throw out a number. 690. 690. Nice. Um... No, I have 2,268 <laughs> hours in Dota 2. <laughs> oh, oh. Yeah, that's a lot of hours. And <laughs> that's a lot. Yeah, and that's that's on my account, you know, so it's like... Yeah, uh, I, I put a lot of hours in this game. Uh, so I really liked the competitive side of this game, first of all. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the... Just the gameplay is like the way uh, the way Icefrog the designer like balances this game mm. is just uh, is just really amazing because there are like a hundred more than a hundred heroes in this game yeah but 
every one of them is at least playable you know hmm. they won't always be the best heroes and then like some patches changes like things with the balance but um yeah I, I love that you can play all of them and just have a good time um so yeah dota i, I think a pretty popular game i think everybody kind of knows it or if you played league of legends it's the same genre mm-hmm. uh, i did play dota the quote-unquote original dota all-stars on the on warcraft 3 custom games um Although I didn't play that. Do you know the origin story of Dota? No. Okay, so in Warcraft 3. <laughs> do you know Warcraft 3? Yes. Let's start. Okay, okay. So Warcraft 3, Blizzard Google's game, Google's uh, Warcraft. <laughs> say, <laughs> say, same, same genre as StarCraft. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can make custom games, right? You can make like your own scenarios, things like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, around this time, there was this custom game called Aeon of Strife. Okay. Which is basic, which basically started the whole genre of you know League of Legends, Dota, etc. So like you you put some heroes against each other, you play like three v three, five versus five. Yeah. Um, you try to destroy each other's base, and uh, and we used to call them uh, a- AOS games, right? Aeon of Strife games. Mm-hmm. And you had all these types of Aeon of Strife games. You had like, well, Aeon of Strife itself. You had uh, Dota. Uh, all-stars you had uh, the ones that I played uh, the most were uh, Naruto Wars (laughs) so it's like just imagine Dota or imagine League of Legends but instead of those characters just Naruto characters okay yeah Uh, I I played that the most by far uh, back then with a bunch of friends and uh, so I I I was familiar with this game but Dota 2 was like the, the you know the reboot of Dota and uh, it's just amazing. So there is this uh, Dota 2 uh, World Tournament. Uh, mm-hmm. It's called the International. And it took uh, uh, place in Seattle. And now it takes place all around the world. Yeah. Uh, and I went to Seattle twice. <laughs> not once, but twice. Just to be a spectator in uh, the International. Okay. Yeah, cool. And uh, those are some of the most yeah, memorable weeks of my life. I went in 2013 and 2014 and uh, it was a lot of fun because um, for example you know there's these people you play with online mm-hmm. but you never actually meet them right yeah, yeah they're like just random people you play with online and you, maybe you hear their voices yeah yeah um, but we actually met online uh, offline uh, oh. because we we're like hey let's let's go you know let's go to the international yeah um, so yeah, that was that was really great. That was a lot of fun. And uh, okay, yeah, that's cool. I have so I have a lot of good memories of uh, Dota, and uh, I I don't play it anymore. Um, and the reason would be mostly because because of time. Time. Uh, <laughs> yeah. so, so it takes a lot of time to get into it, but it also takes a lot of time to stay up to date. Hmm. And like I mentioned, uh, maybe in the intro, I'm a very competitive person. Mm-hmm. So if I'm not good, I'm not having fun. <laughs> yeah yeah how long has it been since you played uh dota uh last time was march okay so seven months ago um yeah sometimes i get that itch again you know to play yeah 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 yeah. Uh, and the itch usually comes twice a year so twice a year like this and is it do you find it in general uh pretty difficult to get back into it or are you just like oh yeah no actually when i do play i'm like oh yeah and the reason is because um I just kind of let go of the competitive side of my oh game. yeah yeah because uh when i play you i know for sure like yeah i'm gonna suck you know it's it's not the same as it used to be. yeah yeah but i'm just gonna play i'm just gonna mute everybody and then <laughs> yeah. just just enjoy myself you know yeah 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 i uh i i've only played dota once and mm. that was after i saw one of my friends playing it and i played league of legends and i was like I don't really get this. <laughs> it's it's very different from League of Legends. Yeah, so same the, genre but very different. Yeah, yeah, but I yeah I do have a yeah a lot of playtime with uh, League of Legends. I remember back in the golden days, <laughs> back in my prime, I was <laughs> I, I was thinking bronze three or something like that. Oh. <laughs> uh, nice prime. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's something, but yeah, I haven't. I think I I haven't played League of Legends in at least two years mm, yeah yeah so it's i mean it 
it was fun while it lasted, but it's you know it's not really something I'd uh, I'd play for long. Yeah, and you know, a game of uh, League or a game of Dota, it also takes a long time, right? Yeah, some I mean, some can even take up to two hours. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, and Dota is uh, worse than League at that. Yeah, okay. I actually played League of Legends too. I I used to play in like 2011. Okay, yeah. So yeah. like really, really early. Mm-hmm. When uh, yeah, the game was not as good as it is, as it is now. Well, I haven't kept up, so I wouldn't know. Okay. Yeah. But the game was not as good back then. <laughs> All right. Well, my number two is uh, Persona Five. Ah. Okay. Yeah. Um, this is another game I put a lot of hours into. Um, but it was a, yeah. It's it's another one of those games where it just. When you think about it, it just takes you back to a certain place of memories of playing the mm. game and where you were, and it's just like, it's, it just has a certain feeling to it. Um, it. Yeah. I mean, there's just so many things I love about it. First of all, the soundtrack, yes. yes. <laughs> yes, Sho- yes. Shoji Meguro is like a genius, uh, especially because um, his, uh, his biggest imp- inspiration is, as- is actually Kasupeya which mm. is a Japanese jazz fusion band and uh, probably one of my favorite bands of all time. <laughs> and um, yeah, so you really hear it back in the music. And um, yeah, something about Persona is it combines story mm. and gameplay just so well. Because yeah, yeah. Um, there's a lot of characters. I think this is with a lot of Persona games. There's a lot of characters that you can build certain relationships with and when you uh, get more invested in that relationship, it, um, yeah, you see that back in the combat. So then you have more uh, of a connection during combat. So you can save each other or something, or you can, yeah, something along those lines. But um, yeah, I've only beat the game once, and mm-hmm. I'm in my second playthrough because I heard there's more endings to it. Mm-hmm. But. Nice. Um, yeah, um, I heard the Persona trilogy of three, four, and five are like really good. Uh, yeah, so I was gonna ask you, um, did you play three or four? I've played a little bit of three, four I have not played, but five, yeah, I've beat. So okay, okay. So I, I've only played four. Okay. Um, and I think well, a lot of the things that you say definitely resonate for four as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially the soundtrack it's like it's yeah. really good yeah I, 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 I do listen to the four soundtrack I, like yeah. I, I found this playlist on uh, YouTube and it's like a five and a half hour long video of just yeah. relaxing yeah. persona music and then literally that video helped me get through exams <laughs> <laughs> yeah nice. so yeah I mean yeah persona's got quite the soundtrack yeah yeah. Like and, and like so, said, so much so that it can fill stadiums of people <laughs> oh with, yeah with with glow sticks just to listen to the music yeah yeah for sure i mean there's there's a lot of um, good songs as well right mm-hmm. with, yeah. with actual lyrics you know yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so that makes it very suitable for concerts mm-hmm. um yeah I, I what i remember from uh, persona 4 at least is that just the characters are very memorable yeah definitely it's right. almost it's almost like it's almost like a a show but then better it's like you can just remember the characters so well it's like they all have these special characteristics that you just never forget yeah yeah so actually um i also played a bit of uh, persona 4 arena okay yeah which is a fighting game <laughs> <laughs> and um we're gonna talk a bit about fighting game in a bit but okay um uh, yeah that this this i played when i was really into fighting games uh yeah, that's uh, well, that was a good game actually. Hmm. It was a very Arc System Works game. Uh, okay. I, I don't know if you know that, but uh, like co- combos with thirty inputs, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very Japanese. Yeah. <laughs> All right, and honorable mentions time before we go to number one. Yeah. Okay, so uh, I'm just gonna go off uh, list them uh, pretty quickly. List my mm-hmm. thoughts behind them. So first honorable mention is going to go to Final Fantasy X. Okay, nice. Uh, because Final Fantasy X is... Uh, so my favorite Final Fantasies are 10 and... Um, yeah, because it's 
my childhood memory, right? Mm. It's the Final Fantasy of my childhood. Mm-hmm. I think people that are a bit older than me, they choose seven as their yeah. Uh, yeah. childhood Final Fantasy. But I'm a, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm a, I came a bit later, so for me it's ten. Mm-hmm. And even now, I think it's a very playable Final Fantasy, actually. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The, the graphics are a bit dated. Um, yeah, if you if you pick up the uh, remastered version, it's a bit better. Uh, uh, yeah, I I went for the old school. Uh, yeah, version, but uh, because you know I have those childhood memories. But mm-hmm. I, yeah, it's still very play. Like the gameplay is very classic Final Fantasy. You know, yeah. in, in many ways. I mean, yeah, it's a, it's a there are a few differences, but Final Fantasy likes to throw things around anyway. But mm-hmm. I think after after ten, it like completely changed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so the combat is still very classic Final Fantasy, which I like. Uh, the story is still very good. It has like this major plot twist in the middle again. You know, yeah, I, I like those. And the characters again, like very memorable, and mm-hmm. um, has some very memorable scenes as well, like the the laughing scene. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's uh, the Final Fantasy I put in there. Um, Another honorable mention goes out to The Legend of Zelda Wind Waker. Mm, um, yeah. So that's actually... So I was really debating, like, do I like Breath of the Wild more? Do I like Wind Waker more? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I was really debating between these two. I think so, for, again, for people that are slightly older than me, it's Ocarina of Time. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I did play Ocarina of Time quite a lot. Hmm. But for some reason, Wind Waker captures my heart more. And I think uh, that while it's partly due to the childhood memories but also partly because uh, the the style really captures my I don't know my vibe the, the mm. cell shaded yeah, yeah 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 I, so I think that was and Toon, the, I think that was Toon Link right yeah, yeah Toon the Link so, so the characters are very expressive yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's what I really like I think that the the characters are also yeah somewhat more memorable compared to like Ocarina of Time um, maybe that's just personally but they, they speak to me more and uh, yeah, I, I just really love the, the the story, the the dungeons, the yeah, so much about it. I I watch, I still watch a lot of uh, Wind Waker speedruns. Oh yeah, because they're they're really good. They're really yeah. entertaining. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't played Wind Waker, but uh, uh, if you can if you can play Wind Waker or Wind Waker HD, it's uh, it's a really good game. It's okay. A really good game. Okay. It still holds up. Um, last honorable mention goes to Street Fighter 4. Okay. So in the theme of, you know, people a bit older than me, like the previous game, so people a bit older than me, they they prefer Street Fighter 2 or uh, Street Fighter 3, uh, Third Strike. Um, but I grew up with Street Fighter 4, and like I mentioned, like, uh, my number three is StarCraft 2, and that kind of launched my interest in competitive games. Mm-hmm. One of those competitive games was Street Fighter Four, okay. And uh, yeah, I, I I love that game. I, I I spent so much so many hours in practice mode, like practicing <laughs> like uh, combos that depend on one frame inputs. Uh, so you have to like time your input with within like one frame. Yeah. In order to land it. Okay. Uh, and that's like that that's heartbreaking, man. If you miss that. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's it was so much fun and um, yeah I went to a fighting game competition and I got beaten so badly it wasn't <laughs> even fun it, it was not funny but it was actually it was a lot of fun actually okay um, I know I'm not good but <laughs> I I just love these competitive games that you know yeah. you have to practice get better at yeah and uh, yeah I, I have the same thing with Smash Brothers uh, hmm. um, well when I play um, just online matches it's really annoying like people are just really annoying <laughs> yeah and also online uh, the lag is a big yeah. thing yeah the lag also is same, same with street fighter so the difference between playing online versus offline is like online i yeah. will resort to certain tactics that i would never do offline yeah exactly but i i i, I uh what i have a lot is when i join tournaments for smash brothers i think i've been in three or four hmm. um is that i enjoy it a lot more uh because you're just playing with experienced players that are just kind of on the same level i'm usually one of the worst <laughs> but sure, sure i honestly don't mind losing because i just have so much fun and i oh, and i remember the last tournament i played for my school um i hit somebody with a nine and i was like yes. <laughs> nice nice um yeah, so yeah those are my uh, honorable mentions okay so my honorable mentions 
It's a quite random list, actually. Uh, mm-hmm. And it has to do with, uh, yeah, just again, uh, just all the memories that come with them. Uh, so first on the honorable mentions list is Kirby Super uh, Kirby Superstar Ultra. Wow, that's a tongue twister. Is it, Kirby is that the, uh, Superstar that Game Boy? Ultra. That's for the DS. It's oh, for a, the DS. Yeah, it's basically just a remake of Kirby Superstar for the SNES. Um, yeah, I mean... It's it it's it's one of those games that I just really remember playing uh, on a lot of road trips, uh, especially the um, I forget what mini game it was, but one of them is like a treasure hunt, and you're supposed to find all the treasures or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I I just remember playing that game a lot on road trips on my DS. Um, let's see, next on the honorable mentions list is Wii Sports Resort. <laughs> okay. <laughs> It's a really random one, but once again, it's just one of those games that's just like, I just remember playing it a lot and just enjoying it. Um, ah, nice. this this is a good one. Super Smash Brothers Brawl and debatable. <laughs> ah. Yeah. Okay. Brawl is uh, quite a thing. Yeah. Yeah. What do you mean by quite a thing? <laughs> it's uh, um, so many memories of tripping. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But I, I, yeah, I remember uh, Brawl being uh, the game where I just, uh, yeah, one time I just sat down and I was like, okay, I'm going to get good at Smash Brothers because I remember so much in Melee just getting beat. And I was like, I sat down with Brawl and I was like, okay, I'm going to get good at Smash Brothers. <laughs> so I played Brawl a lot. And um, yeah, it was kind of like Mario Kart Wii. For some reason, I just never got sick of it. Mm. Nice, nice. Yeah. Uh, next on the list is Yoshi's Island. Okay. Um, wait. For what system is that? Um, it, it. I think it was. Um, it was for the Game Boy Advance, but it, I think the Game Boy Advance wor- version was a remake, uh, like or a port of the SNES version. I, yeah. I think that that's what it was. Probably. Probably. Um, maybe if I look it up here. Uh, called Yoshi's Island Super Mario Advance 3 is a uh, came out in 2002 yeah it's just a port of the Super Nintendo yeah 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 so I also remember playing that game a lot and then I yeah I remember that being one of the first games like actually just beating funny enough oh okay um Let's see. And the last on the honorable mentions list is City Skylines. Ah, we we saw it coming by. Yeah, we the, saw it coming hours? by. Yeah, because I, I was looking through my Steam list and I was like, oh wait, yeah, I put like three hundred ninety hours into that game. <laughs> yeah, so that that's definitely on the honorable mentions list. Nice. And I I, I want to see if I can sort my Steam list games by time, but I can't. I think. Okay. Shall we move on to number one? Number one. All right. So my number one is Super Smash Bros. Melee. Melee! Yeah. Um, so this is, uh, this is a game that's very near and dear to my heart. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have so many memories of like going over to friends <laughs> and uh, just, just playing this game for hours and hours. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I made Marth. Mm-hmm. mostly and uh yeah i i don't know i, I spent so many hours in this game and I, I even now when i you know sometimes pick it out of the box like there's a gamecube in my closet behind mm-hmm. me yeah and some, sometimes i just feel like you know I, I feel like playing melee and um yeah i remember like practicing you know all my shuffles and my wave dashes and uh things like that and mm-hmm. getting very angry at foxes and <laughs> yeah it was that was, that's a good game man and it's it's just amazing how such a party game can like really turn into something competitive. Yeah. Um, so I did go to uh, a Super Smash Brothers Melee tournament, mm-hmm. and I got four stocks. Like, <laughs> so I was I was I was like the the worst guy in that room, but I had so much fun. 
Okay, yeah. Yeah, that was, yeah, that that's, was a, yeah that's, the, that's the thing. As long as you're having fun. It, yeah, and, and that's what I really like about, especially the fighting game community. Like, it's so based on, uh, like, real-life events. Because, you know, uh, a lot of PC gaming, mm-hmm. like, you can do online, right? Like Dota, StarCraft. Yeah. It, it's pretty online. But uh, fighting games have their root in, like, arcades and... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, coming together, playing the game physically together. Yeah. and. That was a lot of fun. That's um, yeah, Super Smash Brothers mainly. I've um, so I, I mentioned I had like two thousand hours in Dota two. Yeah. So in melee, the hours cap at uh, nine hundred ninety nine. So it, it doesn't actually go further than that. Oh yeah. So, so I have no idea how many hours I have in this game. Oh, so you've gone past the nine hundred ninety nine. Oh yeah, 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 for sure. Okay, nice. My number one. Uh, or are, have you? Uh, yeah. Have you finished? No. Yeah. I'm, okay. I'm done, I think. okay. Well, you probably know my number one. Um, mm-hmm. It's another Final Fantasy game. It's Final Fantasy VI. Yeah. Um, I remember. Well, I've beat this game three times actually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, the first time I remember playing it is, um, yeah, it was on the Game Boy Advance SP. Uh, that was the Game Boy version. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but. Uh, that was that, I th- that was my first experience with a JRPG, mm. and it was so different from anything I've ever played before, uh, yeah. especially um, things with the job system and uh, uh, you know how Magicka works and uh, what spells to cast and uh, what what kind of characters, what what special abilities they have and how it works against uh, enemies and what enemies mm-hmm. are susceptible to certain types of magic and yeah yeah, yeah. That, that's just like really one of the first memories i've had of i have of one of, of a game like that and um so i believe i beat the uh yeah i beat the game boy advance version once and i played a snes port mm. uh once i beat that um and then I beat the PC port, which is basically the mobile port, and I was pretty. Is that dis- the remake? Uh, that is the quote-unquote remake. Mm. Uh, that is basically a port for mobile. Right. Um, right. and they just slapped it on Steam for fifteen euros. And then I saw it on Steam, and I was like, <gasps> Final <laughs> Fantasy VI. <laughs> nice. And nice. I bought it, and then I started playing, and I was like, looks a bit different. Uh, yeah. Oh. Okay. Uh. Well, there's a lot of, yeah, there's a lot of debate about the port and that it just doesn't look good at all. It doesn't. But yeah, I mean, it I really can deal doesn't. with it. But yeah, it's fine. Definitely compared to the SNES, it's pretty bad. <laughs> and and I think that's really amazing about uh, the original Final Fantasy VI. It's it's so timeless. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's it's the last of the two D. Uh, Final Fantasies. Yeah. And yeah. I would say it's also the most classically f- JRPG Square Enix Final Fantasy. Like trying to after s- yeah. <laughs> like like after 6, uh-huh. things start changing a bit more. Yeah. Which which is a, you know, uh, which I think is a good thing, you know. You can't do the same thing every time, but I think Yeah. Well, Final Fantasy 6 is like peak peak of that, you know. Yeah. You had like 4, 5, 6, they're all very similar in many ways mm-hmm. but six is like the peak of uh, yeah era. i mean because uh what it was is uh six really built upon the storytelling aspect of four and five because yeah. um i don't know six was just it, every it had 14 characters i believe and almost every single one of them had so much depth yeah they all had a they all had a story like they had a i saw a video of uh pro jared doing a a review on this Mm -hmm. and he said every character has a a front story and a back Mm -hmm. story yeah so um one of the characters uh Locke, he uh so he finds tara basically and then uh there's a story about him and tara but then you find out there's a backstory about why Mm -hmm. he's so attached to tara yeah 
trying not to spoil anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> and it's, yeah. It's kind of, kind of hard to talk about it without spoiling anything. But, uh, yeah. So, yeah, every, every single one of them just has such good development. And the thing I like about Final Fantasy VI is there's not really a main character. Uh, you're, you are actually the one who decides who's the main character. Because yeah. there's a certain point in the game where it says, um, okay, you, I think like five, three or four hours into the game, it already says, okay, you have three paths to choose. You yeah. can choose between this one, this one, and this one. But, um, yeah, also at the end of the game, um, you can start choosing who's in your party uh, yeah. out of the 14 characters. And that was also like, whoa. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. So you can, again, you can choose the path of who you want to be the main character. Yeah. And uh, also, the thing that makes it so memorable is the soundtrack. Yeah. Um, Nobuo Uematsu really pushed the limits of the SNES. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And, um, but not only did it sound great, but it had a lot of, uh, yeah, a lot of the soundtrack was based off of light motifs and basically what that is is think of Darth Vader when he yeah. every time he shows up you hear the imperial theme da, 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 da. and um, a lot of these uh, yeah every character has a theme basically and depending on the situation um, the theme can either be played in a minor key or in a, a major key so, yeah, it's pretty amazing to hear what uh, Uematsu does with these motifs and high plays yeah. around with the situations and stuff like that. And, and you kind of need that to also keep track of 14 characters. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it really helps with um, like growing some sort of attachment to those characters. Mm -hmm. I mm -hmm. think uh, another series that, that's very good with light motifs is like uh, Lord of the Rings. Mm -hmm. and, you have uh, a lot of light motifs in that, that one as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I, I also want to give a shout out to the, the graphics of uh, Final Fantasy VI. I mean, yeah. we talked a bit about how the remake kind of looks worse than yeah. the original. Yeah. Uh, and that's because I think they tried to update the graphics. Yeah. Um, and it didn't work out. I, I think those graphics are like also peak uh, Super Nintendo. Yeah. Like I, it kind of came at the end of an era. Yeah, and I think it was I 1995. Yeah, something like that. Something like that. It was, it, it, it was either five or four. But um, Chrono Trigger came out in 96, and I would say that's hmm. probably the best looking SNES yeah. game out there. Yeah. And uh, this one came like a, a bit before that, then. Yeah. Um, so it, it, it's, it's like they build upon the experience of previous Final Fantasy's previous Super Nintendo games. Yeah. And, and then with Chrono tell. Trigger, they just said, let's get like the biggest squad of super creators <laughs> yeah and let's have them make a game yeah and let's build a frog character yeah <laughs> <laughs> so yeah yeah final fantasy 6 very good choice for number one yeah yeah i'm now on my fourth playthrough by the way <laughs> of that game okay 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 <laughs> yeah so that was our top fives yeah um so of these games which one would you recommend Mm. to the audience of these games let's see so we had Final Fantasy 15 Mario Kart Wii Skyrim Persona 5 and Final Fantasy 6 the, the, the theme is JRPG with you yeah the theme is JRPG yeah. <laughs> um, yeah if you want to get into RPGs um, especially JRPGs then I would say Persona 5 is a really good yeah. recommend. I would really recommend uh, Persona so, 5 right. to get into JRPGs. It's uh, easy. Well, sometimes can be. <laughs> easy for JRPGs. Easy standards. for JRPGs uh, compared to Shin Megami Tensei. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah, it's easy, but it 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 captures everything a JRPG should be. Uh, yeah. Good gameplay. Uh, really good user interface, um, the character development, and yeah. how that's connected to gameplay. 
So yeah. I would recommend Persona 5 to anybody yeah. who wants to get into JRPGs. Yeah. So um, for me, my list was uh, number one, Super Smash Bros. Melee, number two, Dota 2, mm-hmm. uh, then StarCraft 2, then Breath of the Wild, then Tales of Symphonia. Uh, I think if I had to like give just any recommendation, I would just throw out Breath of the Wild. Mm. I think that yeah, you know, I think Breath of the Wild is the type of game that anybody can enjoy. Yeah, um, mm. and I've seen some videos of uh, non-gamers playing this game, mm-hmm. and them also really enjoying this game. Yeah, like it's really easy to get into, but also hardcore gamers have like uh, a lot, a lot of things to explore. Yeah. So, yeah. so if I were to recommend any of these games, <laughs> then it would be uh, Breath of the Wild. Um, and the other three games are more competitive games, right? Like Melee, Dota, Starcraft. So mm-hmm. y- you should find your own path in those. Yeah. Um, but they're all good games. So, yeah. All right. Well, we have come to the end of the episode. And um, I want to thank everyone for listening. And uh, we'll see you in the next episode. So goodbye from us. Bye-bye. Bye. Hey there, it's me, Josh, the guy you just listened to talk for a pretty long time. If you like this podcast, make sure to follow it and share it with your friends so they can listen to me geek out about games. I'll be back soon with another episode, and I hope to see you there.